John's butt is like a Venus flytrap where I'll as soon as... I'll snap that finger right off, maybe. As, <laughs> as soon as... It's like his butt hairs can sense my finger. Ain't nothing getting back there. <laughs> Welcome back to Give, Give it, it to, to Me Straight. Straight. Wow, John, that's nice. kind of good. First try. <laughs> um, so how are you? What's going on? I am fantastic. That's, how are you? <laughs> actually really sweaty. I don't know why. Do you see my armpits? I don't want to look at those. <laughs> look at them. Look at those bad boys. I just feel the like sweat. I'm just a sweaty person. Oh my god. Anyways, enough small talk. <laughs> that was literally two seconds. I, that's enough. That's talk. enough for me. That's enough for me. Uh so instead of yeah, going through our daily lives with you guys, we just figured that we would start to well, do Well, first off, we would go through our daily lives, but like nothing super exciting has happened. So instead we're going to do <laughs> our highs and our lows. Give me your low first, John. My low. You wanna know what my low is, Al? <laughs> I'm nervous. My low is, you know, I don't get any recognition. I get oh, okay. no recognition for the podcast, for anything. Yes, you do. I'm just trash. What? <laughs> You're literally a baby. Everyone's like, hey. No, John just... I get all, I get all these people, like, will send me messages, like, oh, my God, your wife's podcast, your wife's TikTok are so funny. Tell her to keep it up. I'm like, you're right. I will. I'll let her know. John, I give you all your the God's pads on the back. Your God's gift to TikTok, baby. Okay, number one. All of the ideas are mine. So hell yeah, I'm going to take fucking credit. I'm the actor. Yeah. Everybody I, knows I'm the actor. So I'll come up with a concept and John will be like, I'll be like, you know what? Just like ad lib it. Just like, you know, we'll figure it out as we go. And he's like, no, you have to feed me lines. So anything that is like scripted or, you know, anything I come up with. I'm so, really getting into character of, of being the actor. You know, I'm like line, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> truly. You're like, cut. I need a break. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so... Do, so I, anyone, do I tell my low or do, do you go no, that, into your high? No, that is your low. You just said oh, wait, that's wait. what your that's low right. is. That's right. That's my low. Do I go into my high or do... I'll give my low. I'll give you low. So don't worry, John. I'll give you... I give you all the credit that you deserve. Lies. So, whatever. Just get a... You'll, you'll be fine. You... Everyone go go give John a follow because No, I don't want it. I'm going to make my account private. John now. doesn't feel the love apparently. Um so Milo, I just have been feeling like a shitty dog mom recently. I feel like Kobe with all these moves, he's been a sad little boy and I feel like I could walk him more. So I just feel bad. Like look at him. He's so cute. I mean, we did bring him to our friend's house yesterday, and the poor guy was getting humped by every dog. Yeah, he just has like a beautiful butt, so Every other dog wants to wants a piece of it. He takes after his mother. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, but um, tell him why. It's with his tail. Some with his tail, right? Well, I asked my vet because when Kobe was a little, not even just as a puppy, like throughout his entire life, I had a lot of issues bringing him to the dog park because he would get attacked by other dogs. Not like they wouldn't maul him, but they couldn't stop jumping on him and humping him. 
So I asked my vet, I was like, is this a legit problem? Like, do other dogs deal with his, with this? And he said that it has to do, or it could do with the shape of his tail, because the way that it curls up shows that he's like a dominant dog. So other dogs try to dominate him to show that they are the alphas. Little do they know, poor Kobe's getting humped by female dogs, other male dogs, even puppies. Yeah. And like, people will be like, I've never seen my dog hump before. And I'm like, oh, just watch, wait, wait until he gets around Kobe. They will be humping. He's got that ass. I know. That ass. But I just feel bad because it makes it's a tough life for him out there. But I just feel like I need to walk him more since he can't safely go to a dog park. So what's your high, John? So I was going to say like just actually making it to the gym. But my high actually is that we've gotten a lot of positive feedback for this podcast. We didn't know. We didn't know how it was going to go. So yeah, it's, it's nice to see that like people are being nice yes and it's nice <laughs> i just like want to thank i feel like i can't thank everyone enough for listening to just john and i really banter with we'll each also other giving us like ideas and comments because it kind of helps us out with like what we're going to talk about yeah like when we do our instagram polls i like love reading everyone's responses because they help us to uh think of like new things to talk about on our podcast so thank you everyone that's a good high john thank you thank you what's your high so my high would be also launching the podcast, you know. No, it can't be the same no, thing. No, it's not. Um, my high is number one, we wrapped up all of our weddings from this season. We shipped Woo! out all of our wedding films, which was amazing. So now we are able to like take this time until wedding season starts to just do this creative stuff that we want to do. But okay, but like really my high. I'm just gonna go through all the great things. Really my Apparently high you get two highs. Is, I didn't know the protocol on this. Really my number one high is that Shay Mitchell reshared one of our TikToks this week. And if you don't know who Shay Mitchell is, she was an actress on Pretty Little Liars. Never seen that show. I know, but it doesn't she matter. She in any She's, movies? Uh yeah. She wait, wait, wait. I don't I hope you're not asking me. She was in something. Oh, she was in you with Joe. Oh, she that was is the a good friend. Show. Yeah, she was the friend in you. Um, let me look you got option. a friend in me. Pretty Little Liars, Mother's Day, you. I don't know. I don't know a lot of these things, but you, okay. I know. You is the only one I know of. Nice. But yeah, so I thought that that was a lot of fun. All right. Well, now that we're done with that, <laughs> let's get into what is our episode about today? Today, we are talking about when to call it quits. Ooh. I know. Did you ever feel like you were in a relationship that you should have called it quits way sooner than you did? Of course. But again, everything's a, a learning a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. So what, like one thing specifically in your experience that you could think of that happened where you were like, this is over. I mean, when you get cheated on. Yeah. That was like number one response from people was when, or, they, or when they cheated, cheated or getting, or like an abusive relationship. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. If your hand, if someone is laying their hands on you and you don't feel safe in that relationship, physical or emotional abuse, Obviously, physical abuse is easier to tell right off the bat, whereas emotional abuse, you could be getting gaslit for months and years and just be withstanding this emotional abuse. Can you explain gaslit to me one more time? I mean, I, I don't want to like is this butcher like new it. Terminology. I don't want to butcher what gaslighting is, and we could do a whole episode on that because we'll it's just a do thing. a small definition okay. of gaslighting. Okay, so gaslight it is to manipulate someone by its psychological means into questioning their own sanity so basically it'd be like i that's told just, you to that's do tapping into emotional abuse yes yeah it is emotional abuse but it's like you make someone feel crazy we'll just have to do a whole episode on gaslighting at some point because it's like a whole topic in itself so talking about emotional abuse uh some things that i i saw that i didn't really know were all classified under emotional abuse 
like threats, insults, criticism, name calling, making your partner feel inferior, making them feel guilty or isolating them from others. So I didn't know all those were, would be under that. I, do, I don't think that it's always super clear when you are being emotionally abused until afterwards, like rose colored glasses. You just think that you would just write it off as like, oh, this is just an argument or this is just who they are or how it is. You know, everyone's definition, I think, is different or like their threshold. So they could just think it's, you know, something petty where it's actually could be something more serious. Right. Do you think that me trying to sexually assault me <laughs> is physical yes. abuse? I'm going to have to talk to somebody. Me trying to stick my finger up your butt. <laughs> That's that's abuse. Yes, that's definitely abuse. Your butt cheeks. I feel like John's butt is like a Venus flytrap. Where I'll as snap soon that as, finger right off, maybe. <laughs> as soon as it's like his butt hairs can sense my finger. Ain't nothing getting back there. <laughs> and then it just like clenches up super tight. I, my finger, I feel like, has almost broken off by trying to just like get in there. But is that booty band? You know, ladies, like when your man is like running up the stairs, you gotta just like. Get in there. You got to try to poke the butt. Or you don't. Or you don't have to do that. I poked the butt. Anyways. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so, yeah. Any any type of physical or emotional abuse, though. I think, obviously, physical, like we said, is easier to identify and emotional could just take over time. But after that, I think the next thing is cheating. That's what you said. You experience that and you instantly know or it is an instant breach of trust. So, although someone could cheat on you you might go back to them. And I think you're fucking dumb if you do that. I do. You've never been cheated on though. Emotionally. Yeah, but like actually cheat on, you don't really know how you're going to react to that. You can't say that. Oh, you're saying that because you did get back. But like, was that a smart decision to of get course, back together with someone? Of course not, but it's just like a, a psyche thing. I don't know why. I, I don't know how to answer that, but. I also think it depends on how mature you are or where you are in your life. If you are relying on someone financially, it's way harder to walk out of a situation. You have kids with this person. They support you. It's so much harder to walk away from a relationship and call it quits when. If your lives are like really entwined. Yeah. When there's yeah. such a huge, like you don't have the, you're, you're not really able to walk away from them. That's why I think it's like just so important to be financially stable on your own so that you can have those options just in case. Not that obviously that's worst case scenario, but you want to be able to set yourself up to be in a good position. But I think it's tough to let go of something that you held so dearly too. Yeah. I can see that being like you're losing a part of yourself when you are losing that person. Yeah. But I just think for me at least cheating is like a non-negotiable. If you cheat, I, I just know myself that I would not be able to trust. I'm calling bullshit on that. Well, because I don't think you really... You want to you test out that theory, John? No, but I'm just like, you're talking in a way of like, you don't really have that experience. Maybe it was some minor... What, what do you call whatever happened? Emotional whatever cheating. So, so like, you had minor emotional cheating Like where someone you. is talking to someone else or I guess like what would you consider emotional cheating? Like if you found me texting another guy and like flirty texts, what, how would that make you feel? I would leave you. Case in point, John. <laughs> but now I would. Because I have the experience of being cheated on. Well, that's what I mean. I think it has to do with your experience. If it's like your first boyfriend, it could be so much harder to walk away from. Whereas if you're older and more mature and you could know like this person now broke the trust that we had, will I ever be able to fully forgive them and 
and be able to trust them again. I feel like you, you lose a part of yourself every time uh, you get cheated on. So it's like your soul just like slowly dies out the older you get. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, John, it makes me sad to know that you went through So that. just think, Al, you only have like 90% of me. 10% wow. is, is missing. I got 100%. I know. Ooh. <laughs> 90% is good enough. All right, that's depressing. So everyone knows about cheating. A huge thing, though, is if you guys don't share the same values. Yeah, whether that's what, like religion? Religion or politics. I can guarantee you that relationships ended this year because of politics. People did not see eye to eye or, or, or agree on things. I think that, um, like, routine-wise... I think routines are like, think about like COVID now. So you're in the same home with that person 24 seven, you know, you're fucking up that person's routine or each other's routine. You know, you're just like spending too much time with each other and you hate each other. Yeah. God. I mean, COVID if anything was a good make or break. No, I honestly, again, another statistic, I don't know the actual numbers, but I saw it. I, in an article, it was like the marriages have actually been stronger because of covid yeah like they've like more bonding or i don't know i need to look up wherever you are getting this information from (laughs) urban dictionary (laughs) john that's not a source (laughs) wiki okay i mean yeah i think if you could make it through covid i think there's more babies being made too not from this house we're practicing still oh (laughs) i'll practice with you all day long (laughs) what (laughs) practice making babies practice making babies Uh, without the babies okay so i think though going back to if you guys don't share the same values that's something i think it's tough because if you get into a relationship without talking about those big ticket item things that you value or that you require like something they're like no compromised yeah like values your finances like your outlook on that your family like how you want to spend time with your family do you want kids your career like these are big things in your life that you need to have conversations about but i think sometimes it's easy to get comfortable in a relationship from the beginning and you don't necessarily have these conversations and then these are problems that come up later in your relationship yeah those definitely need to be uh hit on real quick in the beginning yeah like how you know what like what are some things that you think that could cause issues down the road if you don't have a conversation religion politics financial you know responsibilities i mean those are huge i mean geez if you want kids or not is huge i think people think that you could change people's opinions over time no you cannot change a person i like I said that I think in the first episode, you can't change someone. You can maybe manipulate them into doing something different. But <laughs> <laughs> I got pregnant. Whoops. Yeah. I mean, these are all conversations that we had pretty early on in our relationship. And I remember talking to my friends about it and they were like, you've already talked about that. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm not going to continue dating this person if I don't know what their stance is on whatever the family t- values or religion or I think family values was like huge for us. It wasn't really necessarily, well, like religion a little or bit. Or like how you spend your money. Like that's that's a big thing that people fight about. Like daily practicality things. Yeah, or just like, again, what you do with your free time. It's crazy though that sometimes people are afraid to have these big conversations. And I'm like, you, there's a meme or something about it where it's like, you could see this person naked, but you're afraid to ask them what you are. You know what their wiener looks like, but... You've seen the mole on my ass, but you can't talk (laughs) to me about... we're official or like, yeah, if you want kids or do you see yourself getting married or where do you want to live? I can see like the whole official conversation being weird because like, 
you know, you're not going to be like, are you my boyfriend? Are you my girlfriend? Like, you Again, know. that's another topic. Like when, when to make it official. It's like, don't you just know? No. We didn't, we didn't actually have that. I wasn't like, hey, we're together now. I think it went straight to you telling me you loved me. hey <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Or you proposing on the just second date. Just everyone knows Alex said she loved me first to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. I did. Also, you can outgrow someone just because you've been together with someone for two plus years doesn't mean that you're the same person when you started dating. So, yeah, I mean, I do agree with you because like say you were high school sweethearts and you're going into college together. I mean, you're literally you're still growing. You're still becoming an adult and you're learning new things and you're growing and different things take priority and you might have different interests as you get older. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that that's where you can split and go different ways or someone's maybe excelling in their career and you thought your partner was going to do that and maybe they're a little bit more unmotivated and that's holding you back and you just feel smothered by this person now. And again, or maybe you help them through that. Like there's just, it's okay to not be on the same page and it's okay to grow apart and change. I feel like if I got married at 25 or below, I would be divorced by now. I mean, you're just talking numbers at this point, though. You don't know. Everyone Everyone's matures, maturity is different. Everyone matures yeah. at a different rate. That's a rate. good point. Very good point. You know, when you know, you know, too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, some people just rush into it. But seriously, though, it's like when you're ready, your body, your mind will let you know. Well, and, it's, and high school sweethearts, I know so many high school sweethearts. We filmed probably like six people who met in high school, dated in high school, and then got married. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure they're in the best relationship ever. But, I mean, again, not everyone's story is the same. I just think that a lot of times people like the idea I of I just being want the notebook. I, I think, want the notebook. I, but I think, okay, we could, that's like a whole other topic of conversation because I feel what like... What do you want? Allie... It's not that simple. <laughs> should have gone, gone with the rich man. That was her name, Allie. Unpopular opinion, yeah. I don't even remember her name. I've been in relationships in the past though where I feel like I've had to be a muted version of myself in front of other people while I was with them. Does that kind of make sense? Like they were almost embarrassed about how loud I was and like me being me. So I felt like I had to be on good behavior and I could really only, my happy time with them was only when I was with them. So what you're telling me is you're pretty much diluting the person that you are, your personality. Right. Like if Why? you, well, I'm saying like if, because it makes the other person feel uncomfortable, like who you are or like the situation that you're putting them in, it's something that you like to do. For instance, I don't know, like if you like to dance and your partner does not like to go out and dance with you, you might sit back and not dance because they feel uncomfortable with it. In your mind though, were you thinking, okay, this is just temporary. Like we'll eventually yeah. grow oh, out of this. I would see people like healthy relationships, people enjoying themselves. And I was like, we'll get there. We'll get there. Like he'll, you know, be proud of me one day or like he'll accept me and my full self one day. Like one of my friends mentioned when we started dating and she was like, we, we you us, and, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, John embraces you for exactly who you are. And that's what you want is someone who's going to embrace you for exactly who you are. Okay. So you were hoping that this would eventually change where you guys would kind of get over this hurdle. And so I'm assuming this never did happen, right? Yeah. No, never. Okay. So what made you come to the realization or like once you figured that out, is that like a main reason why you guys 
no, ended it. But it was like an, uh, another thing on top of like what made me unhappy. There were several things like that didn't align with us, but that was one thing to just add to the mix where I was like, I feel like I can't even be myself. Like, I'm Do you not- think that would have been enough to end a relationship though? I think it's just like a, a cocktail of reasons that you end things with someone. It's never one reason unless it's like cheating. That's interesting you say that though, because I bet you that's tough. So it's like, that doesn't seem like a horrific thing for you to end a relationship, right? Like you wouldn't think that in your mind, like, well, like I can't really be this certain way around that person. But that's why people stay in toxic relationships. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's the low key, like small things. There's probably multiple of those that happen, which, mm-hmm. which we've touched base on. But like we're in your mind, you're like, it's not that bad. Like unless something drastic happens, I feel like a lot of times relationships don't end. You know when it's toxic when you're waiting for the other person to fuck up. You're like, I wish he, I wish they would just cheat on me so I had an excuse to break up with them. When you're looking for an excuse. You're just looking for an out. You're yeah. like, I'm, I'm done, but I don't, I'm too much of a pussy, pussy to, to do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. You like feel bad. I mean, but you've also been in the situations where like, you know, and I think we all have where we let things slide in relationships in the beginning because it's fun. It's not a big deal. Oh, they get a little too drunk. It's fine. Oh, they spend a little too much money. It's fine. You let that pass. And then over time, those small issues become big issues. So all these small things build up into big things, but I still don't think majority of the time it ends unless something like one person cheats or there's some blowout massive fight. No, I think that, I mean, it takes someone who has the balls to be like, I'm not happy anymore. And that's interesting because I think everyone, every time my relationship has ended, it's been something like drastic. Would you tell me if you were unhappy with me though? I think that you would. Yeah, I would definitely tell yeah. you. I feel like you could also read the room. Like if you feel like your relationship is harder and you question it more than you are happy, I don't know. That's got to mean something. Why, yeah, why are you even in it, you know, at that point? Have you ever experienced where you felt like you couldn't be your true self because you're pretty opinionated and out there and you're not everyone's cup of tea like in a relationship has anyone ever been like oh my god john and then you you've now felt a little bit insecure the only times i it's it's kind of hard for me to say that because like we've talked about like i am sarcastic and i'm kind of a smart ass so those are things i actually do need to change and those are things that have been problems in other relationships so like, I understand why that would be brought up from my significant other. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's something I can't like, I don't want to be that way. That's well, that's but, me being myself, but I, I shouldn't be that way. Well, you know? Right. And I think that it's if if it's something that, you know, that is a healthy thing. Like if someone is telling you you shouldn't be gambling all of our money away, like <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty understandable reason. If I see you streaking down the street yeah. one more time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> If it's something like your personality and you feel like you're muting yourself and you're muting your your spark and your joy and your happiness, that's when you have to question things and be like, is this person for me? If I can't feel like I'm being my true self. She loves me for me. Yep. And uh, uh, uh. I don't know the words. <laughs> but I think another one, though, is if you don't have or like living styles, like if one person needs to live in a certain area because of a kid or because of a job, if like they don't have the flexibility to move or they don't want to move. So another, I think another thing with that too is like career paths. Like if, if career is a priority to you and employment, you have some in a different state or whatever, like you need to have a partner that's supportive of you. That's probably going to have to, you know, willing to travel with you to those different areas. Mm-hmm. Well, again, it's just having a conversation about those values because if someone values family and being around family more than their career 
And if their career requires them to move, like those are just things that you need to get on the same page about before moving forward in your relationship. There's something to be said though about like taking your time and enjoying like just the beginning happiness of a relationship. You know, these are huge conversations to have. And I get that like maybe some people just want to have like a just a chill relationship. We're just we're just hanging out. Okay, but how we're long? Just having the sex. I'm talking about though people who have been dating and they are in a relationship. They're either like married, engaged, and this they're is, locked in. They're deep in. That's what I mean. And like, but it, I'm just saying that these are the conversations that you should have at some point before you are locked in because if you don't share the same values, that could really fuck shit up. Another thing in a relationship is equality. Like you need to have a balance of effort. So if you have an imbalance of effort, then it's probably an unhealthy relationship. Do you mean like in regards to what our last episode is about, like chores and stuff or like get a little bit more specific there? I think one person just putting in more effort than the other in the relationship as far as like playing the dates or, you know, checking in throughout the day, calling or texting another person's kind of being unresponsive right. to that. Like someone or... For my experience, like I had a long distance relationship, like one of my first relationships, and it was hard. I, if you are in a long distance relationship and you could do it successfully, good for you. But both parties really have to put in a lot of effort there in regards to meeting up and like doing the drive to visit the other person or putting in the effort to call. Uh, someone wrote in about long distance when we were long distance and he couldn't make the time to call, but he would go out with friends. And it's like, you Where's know. Where's your priorities there? Yeah, and it's like, it does feel like it, when there's an imbalance there, or it doesn't necessarily have to be with long distance. It's just like relationships, like you said. Like, I know that you get pissed at me if I'm not. Yeah, Alex Alex, literally, we like, have if I'm out with my friends, I'll make sure to check in and text her and stuff. Be like, how's your day going? What are you doing? Blah, blah. When Alex is with her girlfriends, she literally ghosts me all day. I'm like, are you alive? I don't like to be on my phone while I'm around other people. We just have different communication She's such a liar, too. She's like, I never got your message. I'm like, oh, you have that watch on your wrist that shows that I'm texting you. I don't pay attention to it. (laughs) We just have different communication styles. I could could go and not talk to anyone unless I'm in front of them. Like, Unless you're sitting in front of me, I'm not talking to you. But yeah, I think if you you are the one party who is constantly doing the work in the relationship and you feel like the other person isn't not necessarily like pulling their own weight, but contributing. It's almost going into the 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, but it, but but not necessarily just like with responsibilities. It all could, also could just be like seeing the other person. If you don't think your partner's putting in mutual effort, then yeah, that's an unhealthy relationship. Yeah. So the next thing is uh, having a partner that's kind of controlling in your life, controlling aspects of your life, telling you what you can and can't wear, who you can hang out with. I don't even think sometimes it's as direct as that. I think this could go into more of the emotional abuse category because you you don't necessarily think that someone is controlling and then you see it, like it adds up over time, like the little things that they say and do and make you feel or how they make you feel like they make you feel dumb. You feel like you're constantly walking on eggshells when you're around them, that you're going to piss them off or do something wrong. You said they control what you wear, but it might not even be that clear. Like not that strong of a, it might be like, why are you wearing that? Or like that doesn't, yeah, statement. like more passive aggressive as opposed to just like a clear cut, like this is what you're wearing. This is what your makeup looks like. I feel like that's more prominent 
than those strong, hard messages. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I bet you in these in relationships, I'm just, I bet you there's so much more of that going on. Like the little things, like the little passive aggressive things, the emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. But that like falls into the category of gaslighting. And like, you, you might not catch on to it right away, but like, if you just feel like shit around your person and they don't make you feel good, leave them. Leave that mofo. It also goes into like, how do you argue? Like, are your arguments, because everyone argues. Yeah. If you're not having healthy arguments or like healthy fighting, then something's going on. I mean, first off, I want to say that fighting is normal. Is definitely normal. And it's actually healthy to have arguments, but like you need to do it in a smart way. You know, you can't be taking digs at each other. Oh yeah. You really need to be like explaining what's going on and you need to figure out what the problem is and have a solution to that problem. You're definitely a better fighter than I am or a more mature arguer. Which is surprising. I mean, (laughs) I'm not mature at all, but I just like, I hate wasting time with an argument or like Alex, when we get in an argument, like Alex needs her space and I'm more like, I just want to get over it because now I feel bad or I feel like shit. And I just want to like move on from that and keep, you know, chugging along with our day. I think there's obviously there needs to be a balance though with that because you do need your space, but you can't go days without talking. Like I have friends who will be like, oh no, we haven't spoken in days. I'm like, your parents are always like, don't go to bed angry. Your dad, I think said that at our wedding well, right? everyone says that that is like the golden rule that people say don't downplay that i'm like <laughs> I'm your, your dad has words of wisdom yeah he does <laughs> i mean my parents are very happy <laughs> i'm pretty sure my dad also wrote that like i won't talk about their sex life but <laughs> oh god no 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 i think also a huge indicator is if people don't like your significant other like if people don't support your relationship if your friends and family are like what are you doing that's a huge sign I think a lot of times people will end or get out of relationships and then that's when people come out of the woodworks to say shit about your significant other. Be like, we didn't like them anyway. But if people are telling you from the start, and these are people who love you, they probably are looking at your best interest. Good news is I don't, I don't have that problem with uh, waiting till the end. My, <laughs> my, my mom would tell me immediately if she likes somebody or not oh john's mom is brutal i was terrified if you don't clean the dishes or whatever after like a meal at my house your mom you know, would my be mom's like, old school italian like you gotta help you gotta help in the kitchen that's why where whoever i was ever with that was like, her I always judge. helped in the kitchen that was, uh, yeah judge zone but that's how she knew she was like if they don't help they don't have good moral fiber <laughs> But so, yeah, you're not getting support from your family and friends. I think also your needs aren't being met. Also, you're seeking to get your needs met somewhere else. Like a wandering eye? Yeah, give you a wandering eye. I think I've always said, if you feel like you're going to cheat on me, just fucking break up with me first. Don't cheat on me. Don't do that. Like, because that just, it hurts. Just do the person to see. Yeah, give, give the respect to your person to at least break up with them before you cheat on them please. (laughs) Once you start feeling like you're not into the relationship anymore and you might be looking at other people or feeling like you want to give them your number, that's like when it could be a good indicator that you're really not into your relationship anymore. I want to talk though, like where if you feel held back in your relationship, like you're not, you're not pursuing what you've always dreamt about pursuing because this person their needs and their goals have now trumped yours. I think it's okay to get on the same page about things and like shift your goals and your aspirations 
that just goes with like if you're not having a supportive partner they're not supporting your goals well, what you're doing they and if they're not always because sometimes i think that you they don't necessarily have to like be not supportive but i think that you can shift your goals because you want to please this person so i asked on instagram how did you know your last relationship was over and we got a flood of responses from you guys so i'm going to go through some of the responses that you guys wrote in number one was when they cheated that was <laughs> what the majority <laughs> said like you know pretty cut and dry yeah, right there. you pretty much know when when it's over when that happens um when we stopped being intimate you just like are not feeling sexually i think attracted. i know what that means <laughs> But like when you're not feeling sexually attracted to someone, you pr you probably know something is wrong. It's it's more emotional. Okay, I lost interest in spending meaningful time with him, so I'm assuming like, like she was just didn't want to Just in general, I would say like going out to dinner or just like doing anything meaningful together. You just like don't care to do that anymore. Just going through the motions yeah. at that point, yeah. The first time we, he put his hands on me. Yeah, no. Okay, yep, we we get Covered that. that exactly time to Walk get away. out of that i didn't like him anymore i loved him but didn't like okay him. this is like i want to like stop and talk about this because i feel like this is huge and a lot of people this is what they're feeling and this is why they stay in relationships because they love the person so you can love someone and not like who they are anymore like family there's family who you love because they're your family but you don't necessarily always like your family but I think that people stay in relationships because they it's comfort it's comfort so yeah and like you invest time into them and you love them and who they are for like their core you know and you just you have spent so much time investing into your relationship that you truly do love this person they're like your best friend at this point now also I hate when people fucking say that their significant other is their best friend you have your love you're my person and yeah like and then you have your actual best friends um, but I think that people get those two a little bit mixed up that you can still love someone and leave them just because yeah, you like, don't feel guilty. If anything, you're doing them a disservice by staying with that person. Yeah. Like you, you are doing the right thing by not being with them and you could still be, you could still love that person afterwards and support them from afar. Yeah. It's just like you could, again, you could love someone and that doesn't mean that they're the right person for you. Okay. So a couple others. Went out with friends and almost cheated. Ended it the next day. Let's see. I respect that. I respect that too. You caught yourself before and you realize like, oh shit. <laughs> you might feel bad for a little bit hurting her feelings, but you're going to feel less bad feeling like an asshole. Exactly. Cheating Ex on that yeah, person. Exactly. Uh, okay. Our beliefs weren't compatible in the long run. Yeah. That's like just down to values again. Like Kind of going oh. back to, yeah, I should have had those serious convos in the beginning and maybe you did and maybe they changed mm -hmm. throughout your relationship we behaved more like roommates Ooh, yeah I get, like when I you're get just that. living in the same home but i think that happens way more often than not when like your relationship just gets stale and you just feel like you're living with just each other catch yourself in a routine and it's the same thing over and over again yeah, yeah. um <laughs> this was a crazy one when i found a condom wrapper under his floor mat but we never had sex in that car could have been anyone oh, excuse me <laughs> what do you mean could have been anyone I'm just kidding like like a homeless person just put their own condom on the thanks, floor thanks for the fuck shack from dirty mike and the boys oh like you're <laughs> saying like, it, like he was trying to get out of it as if as if it wasn't his yeah no my eye roll and sigh when i saw her number on caller id 
I think that's a huge indicator. If your person does not make you excited anymore and you, it's more of a chore to talk to them, that's a huge indicator that you are not into it. Do you roll your eyes uh, when I talk to you, John? I'm rolling my eyes at you right now. You roll your you you like get very annoyed with me. Not like, no way, <laughs> no way. And I don't appreciate it. I was at work and he drove two hours to make sure I wasn't lying to him. Trust, dude. Oof. Like if someone doesn't trust you or if you don't trust the other person, that's just a huge insecurity. Yeah, that's a huge insecurity. But again, like you you can't do only your actions can prove or can help the other person trust you. But if you're doing nothing wrong, how would you like that? You're just dating a psycho. That would piss me off. Okay. Last two. When I spent five days in the hostel and he never came to visit. That's just someone who That's doesn't a give a shit terrible about you. Person. Yeah. Terrible. Which again, end that relationship and you will find someone who does. Okay. Last one. When she accused me of domestic violence, but it was her that beat me up. I mean, I think that's something that, it's being more talked about recently, but do, I feel like there is a double standard there that like women can beat up guys and get away with it. I'm pretty sure you could beat me up. Okay, but have I ever actually hurt you? I don't you? know. Maybe in a fit of rage, have, you came at me with a pot. No, I never, I never my, hit you. I'm saying hypothetically, like you could probably take me out. My dad's ex-wife abused him, like literally beat him the like with, hands and phones when phones were back on the hook and you could like take them off of the receiver oh, <laughs> she wow. threw phones at him but that's he then he left because she was actually abusive but there's crazy guys out there there's crazy women out there it can happen to e it can happen either way it's just like don't put your hands on anyone i'll put my hands on you in like the best Ooh, way Ooh, baby <laughs> okay so wrapping up you know a breakup is tough but when you know, you know, and you just got to get out of it, you got to move on, move on with your life. You got one life to live. YOLO. Find that next significant other and live your happily ever after. Yeah. You could feel if the relationship is right or wrong. If you're constantly questioning your relationship, you got to evaluate like what you really want in your life. Like why? Well, why? If you, even if you feel like you need to defend it. Like, yeah. Like, if you, right. Exactly. If you feel like you're constantly having to defend your relationship, I just feel like life is too short to be in okay relationships. Don't like stopping a pussy and fucking take. This world's overpopulated anyways. You'll find somebody. That has nothing to do with. What do you mean? Overpopulated? Like, what is that? Yeah, there's plenty of people out there. I just. Oh, plenty of fish uh, in the sea, girl. I thought you meant about like having kids. Yeah, I just think that if, like, again, you're questioning shit. Not like, one fish. There's lots of... Plethoras of fishes. Leaving someone is not the easiest thing to do, but it will work out better for you in the long run. You could do it. It's painful. Surround yourself with your friends. So we are going to now jump into our segment, Give It To Me Straight, which is our listener email. So if you guys want to write in, you could email us at giveittomestraightpodcast at gmail.com. And every week we will answer your burning questions. So listener email number one is, is it better to be exactly who you are all cards on the table when meeting someone new or hold back and slowly let them get to know you. I like slowly get to know you because if you're laying all your cards out in the beginning, where's the mystery? Kind but of. But then again, it goes to, <laughs> do you talk about your values and what's important to you okay. and all that in the beginning? Well, it's tough because like, what do you consider the beginning date one and two or like month one and two of seeing someone? Like what is early, like what you, is the beginning? I think by month one and two, you should probably know everything about that person already. I think you can get a good read on someone and know number one after the first date, if you even want to see them. I don't think you have to lay out all the cards on the table right then and there. Well, nobody like, wants to hear a life story. Well, 
well yeah again it's like what you said like leave a little room for mystery like you want to you want to give them enough so that they want more and then i was 12 and i scraped my knee falling off my bicycle (laughs) and then at 13 i yeah no i don't like the way that you're sitting and saying that i have to pee john's like hunched over i think though by like I, i think by date three you know you know the overall there's no there's no need to rush into anything like when the timing's right to talk about a certain topic bring it up like you don't have to just lay everything out immediately yeah. i don't think that you jump into those those values right off the bat but i don't think that you wait until you're um official you know and considered boyfriend girlfriend like you want to know that all right, next email. But my question for you two is, you talked about communication being a key element in a relationship, which I completely agree. Was it easy for you guys to have an open communication with one another from the start, or was it something you guys had to learn and navigate over time? Personally, it is something that I had to learn and navigate over time. It was not easy for me to communicate certain things. Like, I guess I would say like in regards to arguing, like I couldn't communicate my feelings as well as you could. I could communicate in like what I, what you want, yeah, like what's your what, values. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. normal, you know, like about my life. But when it came down to how I felt about things, like if John upset me or it, it was so hard. I felt like it was like pulling teeth to let you know how I felt in certain situations. I get that. Yeah. I, for me, no, I, I think it was, just the person I am. Like I, I never really had a hard time. You know, my problem is I don't have a hard time communicating like how I feel or all that. It's just getting the fucking words out that I want to say, even in like an argument or something like I can't get the words that I want to use. Like right now, what am I trying to fucking say? You but know, I think just like, tr- you know, trying and just, just trying is step number one and sitting down and creating a safe space to have open open communication with each other is a step. And we also talked about that too, like having that safe environment, a judge-free zone where you guys have your communication, where you could be open with one another. Yeah. It's definitely not easy, but over time you will learn how to do it and you'll get better at communicating. It's like a muscle, but if you also need to introduce a third party to help you guys communicate, go to therapy. That's like, if you need to talk to someone, that's fine. That third party. I mean, that can make or break a relationship therapy. Yeah, that's going to be like mutual ground right there. We know a couple of couples who've gone through it and it's actually... Benefited for them. So therapy, number one, if you feel like... (laughs) If you guys feel like you can't do it on your own. Well, if it's even if it's a relationship you really want to pursue and like, you know, make that effort. Right. If it's early on and you think you need therapy, just dip the fuck out then. Right. So those uh, were the only listener emails we had. No No one else needs advice, John. That was it. We only had two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys write in, ask <laughs> us your questions. Um, but also please don't forget to rate and review only like if you have, and subscribe. Only if you have something nice to say. I, no, say whatever you want. No. Freedom of speech. Say whatever you want. <laughs> give me your honest opinion. Give it to me. Give it to me straight. Okay. So I just, I want to end this on a happy note. Oh, did okay. you want to do the, would you rather? Yeah. I have my question. Oh. I have my, so we're going to do one would you rather each? All right. Alex, would you rather be cheated on by your partner or cheat on your partner? Um, be cheated on because then I wouldn't be the piece of shit and I would just walk away. And then you get that like fire body or whatever. What's, yeah, what it's do they called call it? a revenge bod. Revenge bod, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's just like my morals. Like I would hate to be like, oh man, like I hurt that person. Like I never want to be the reason that someone has a broken heart. I would feel so bad. All right. Well, that was pretty, that was a pretty easy. I thought that was going to be a tough one for you. No, because I'm a good person. I actually did <laughs> uh, cheat on my first high school boyfriend. I made out with someone. Does, <gasps> that, does that count? Does making out with someone in high school count? Were you under 18? Yes. Oh, you dodged the bullet. <laughs> You're a minor. Because my brain wasn't fully developed. So, <laughs> okay, John, I think I know the answer to this one, but would you rather give up your favorite food or give up sex for the rest of your life? Ooh. Definitely give up sex because I can't give up Mexican food. I mean, don't get me wrong. You give me you give me that good good, but I, I mean, knew that's that's what you were gonna I'm say. I'm just saying, if I had to give up like Cholula sauce and fajitas and carnitas, I think that's just a little bit selfish. As long as I can still use your body, that's all that matters. For I mean, me. That's fine. I, that's fine. You but just, like, if I had to give up chips and salsa and queso dip and fucking queso dip, you're crazy. <laughs> Okay, whatever. I guess I'm not going to like try to argue that. All right. I just want to give everyone a little taste. Just, you know, one would you rather. No more than that. No more than that. Um, but you guys write into us if you have any questions. Give it to me straight podcast. You could follow us at give it to me straight podcast. And um, any other links are linked in the show notes below. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for, you for uh, listening. Tuning in. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.